Time for uh, checking in with uh, Quincy City Council President, Councilor at Large, Noel DeBoda, because we haven't had any of our uh, morning walks in a couple of months. So how are you, Noel? Good morning, Joe. How are you? Doing great. How's your, uh, how's your summer been going? It's been going pretty good, and it's been a hot summer, and um, it rained just a little bit a couple of days ago, and then it, it's back to uh, good weather. It's pretty hot again this morning. Yeah, you got to get your uh, morning walks in early because uh, it gets too hot later in the day. You sure do. Try to get the, the steps in. So uh, you had to come back out of uh, vacation mode for a special meeting uh, last night. What's going on? Yes, you know, a lot of legislation up at the State House, um, whether it be in the Senate or the House, so they had to vote on some some things for voting, you know, and um, the preliminary elections coming up here on September 6th. So we, and then we also have the final on November. Um, I believe it's the 8th. And both have to have designations for early, or early voting. So we have to go in for a vote, obviously, last night and uh, vote on allowing the early voting in North Quincy High School for the early voting. And then also allowing... Um, the polling places, the designations, because there was one more in, in, in Ward 5. It's called 51A. We also had to allow that to come in, and we, we designated that. And those are for basically the voting polls um, to happen. And then we had to also allow the chief of police to at least and designate one police officer at each polling place. So we had to vote on all. That's part of the Voters Act that just came in. So there was some new legislation that came in after we had had our last meeting in June, and we kind of had to get this in before our September 6th preliminary election. So the, the election's coming up on uh, Tuesday of next week, the following week, and uh, we kind of had to vote on these to get everything in order because it starts up very soon. Right, right, because the council wouldn't be back in session uh, until we wouldn't after be back the election, in session. Right? No, our first meeting... We were designated to, to meet on September 6th, which is the preliminary election, but you just don't know if that's going to happen. And then it happened. So we had to move our meeting from Tuesday to that Monday. So it's now Monday the 12th. So it would have been after the fact. Plus, early voting starts this Saturday. So we got to get we had to get moving on this. Today was yesterday was Wednesday. So today is Thursday. So did you have any trouble getting a quorum during the summertime? <laughs> You know, um, it's funny, we're just talking about this, about Zoom, how important it is. Um, we actually had seven members on last night, and one of them, our Ward 6 counselor, Bill Harris, was in Ireland, and he was able wow. to come on Zoom. So um, I think he was at a wedding, I believe. So he, he, he came on Zoom last night and uh, was, was a participant of the meeting, which was fantastic, from Ireland. So it was out of the country. <laughs> out of the country and about six hours later than, than the rest he of was, us, right? Like, oh, yeah, it's 1130 at night. So I don't know what time it's your time, you know. So it was kind of funny. So it was great. The reception and stuff for him was great. It didn't sound like he was like far or anything. So technology, what it can do today, huh, Joe? It really is amazing. And we can talk to you in, in a parking lot before you go to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. What's on the uh, agenda for the fall, Noel? It looks like there'll be some agenda items coming in. I don't really know. We have, uh, I usually have a meeting the Wednesday before a meeting with the mayor and the administration. We sit down and we just go through what we think we're going to put on the agenda. And then we make an agreement. You know, as the president, I make an agreement what we're going to put on uh, the agenda for that week. And uh, we have some modifications, obviously. Everything's got to be out. I believe it's 48 hours before the session or before the meeting. So 
there'll be some modifications on, you know, as, as Thursday approaches. And then we'll figure out if we don't want to, if there's, there's certain subjects or certain, you know, orders or, or, or resolutions or even, you know, legislation over, you know, anything, ordinance changes that we may push it out to the next meeting. So it's really good about coming back into session is um, we'll have back-to-back -back meetings, September 12th and September 19th. So we'll have two Mondays back-to-back. Very good. Any um, uh, community issues that you wanted to, to focus on? I know you were you spoke at several uh, local meetings over the summertime. Yeah, you know, um, um, the Imperial Terrace, the 105 C Street, was on the docket. I, I attended the ZBA meeting. Really comes down to the fact that you have to speak for the residents and the residents of Marymount and a lot of them from House Neck as well because it's right there spoke against this. It wasn't a person in the room that was for it. It was over 100 people in there. And at the end of the day, you just got to speak for the residents. And the residents just didn't want it. Marymount, I live in the, the community. It's, it's a cut through, cut through neighborhood anyway. So unfortunately, adding to more of cars, because that's a really bad intersection there at the Imperial Terrace. And they're designated to only come out and take a right turn from there. So they can't take a left turn during Monday through Friday. And if you don't make it into the middle lane in time, you must go straight. So when you go straight onto C Street after you don't make the Quincy Shore Drive exit, you're forced to do some type of U-turn somewhere. And now you're going into parallels into people's neighborhoods, which is a, a, safety, a safety, safety problem. And we have a lot of children in that area, and it's very narrow. The C Street's a tough street. It's narrow. It's tough to even get our bike lanes in there. And it's dangerous to, to begin with. So now you're going to add to the congestion and the main issue is the morning commutes and the evening commutes, especially when September rolls around with the kids going back to school and the buses out there and the COVID people going back to work now instead of doing remotes and doing this. So you have to consider that. Also, the, the, the precedence was the Grumpy Whites location, which was taken over and what, what they're going to do with that. And they didn't want to make a precedent. They were... They went from 32 units to 24 units, 21, 20, and then they went to 18. They withdrew it. Um, but at the end of the day, they said, listen, something's going to be put in there. So they're going to probably make modifications and come back. Um, hopefully it's lower. They're, they're designated for six or seven units um, without any variances. So there's a lot more projects around the city. That particular one at ZBA was over 100 people. And over, over 25 to 30 people spoke. It, it, was, a, it was a big crowd in there um, Tuesday night. Yeah, I know, uh, there, you know a lot has been said about uh, enforcing the city's existing zoning laws or maybe making some changes uh, uh, to help, you know, more smart development occur. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's all about smart development. Each, it's a case-by-case -case situation. There's some areas that I don't like blight properties. I'm very against blight properties. So when a developer wants to come in and do some type of construction in a blight property, it's going to bring up the value around it. Some people will think, no, leave it like that. You can't leave a, a blight property sitting out there looking decrepit and, and looking terrible because eventually somebody may come in. We don't want an office building or another restaurant to come back there because it's going to be even more congestion. And remember, people forget this. <laughs> A lot of people are coming out there drunk at night. So out of those restaurants. So don't, you know, you have to, you have to kind of be reasonable, I guess is the word you can call reasonable construction, smart construction, 
smart development. I don't like blight properties, never liked them. People don't like them. They lose value in the area. So it's a case-by-case study. I was against this, the 105 C Street on this particular one at 18 units was not fair for the residents. It's just a little too dense. And I, didn't li- I don't like that intersection. It's very dangerous. So public safety and traffic concerns was main issue for that. And the uh, fall knows, uh, will the committee uh, assignments all remain the same? Say that again? Will all the committee assignments remain the same for the it upcoming session? The same. Yes, it will remain the same. Okay, anything else we should touch on right now? No, I just hope you enjoy the rest of your summer, Joe. You guys are doing a great job at QATV. I know you're going to be looking forward to a lot of the September events coming in and um, the sporting events that will be starting up at the high schools and even the middle school levels. So thank you for all you guys do over there. You guys do a great job. You've really done a lot with the, um, you know, instantaneously live stream, which is fantastic. So thank you for everybody over there. You guys are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Thank you. No, we appreciate that. And uh, you keep up the good work, uh, getting your steps in every morning. (laughs) See where we're at. We're at 21,000, 2181. So we're we're 2,180 steps so far. It's pretty good this morning. I feel more fit just just watching you. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, Joe. Have a great day. Thank you, Noel. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.